0: Welcome to the Passive Income Examiner Show, helping you navigate the muddy waters of building successful revenue streams beyond the nine-to-five. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, mama of four who has a passion for living my best life and helping you do the same. I'm honored you're here and excited to offer you valuable and inspiring content. I believe we can have the freedom we desire and the happiness we deserve. Thanks for joining me. Hey friends, welcome back to another awesome episode here of the Passive Income Examiner. We're going to continue on with our discussion on real estate. You know, I recently posted a Facebook poll asking people what is their biggest fear or what's stopping them from investing in real estate? And by far, it was ugly tenants. And of course, I don't mean their their beauty level. I'm talking about their behavior, ugly behavior in tenants. People shared with me some some doozies when it comes to horror stories. But I also know that there are ways to protect yourself against that. So today, that's what we're going to talk about. I guess I should say that. We're going to dive in. We're going to talk a little bit about how to protect yourself from ugly tenants and how to make that, how to make your rental income experience not feel so burdensome. So there's some really good strategies we're going to talk about today. But the first and foremost is to treat your rentals like a business. I think one of the biggest mistakes a lot of the people made or have made is to take it personally personally especially for renting out like maybe our home, like we, our own personal home, we move. And so we think, well, we'll just rent this home out. Well, that home has memories, right? You're attached to it emotionally. And it's easy to say, now you're watching some stranger come in there and mistreat this or that, or the wall you, you know, marked your kids as growth on or whatnot. And it's, it's easy to get your emotions wrapped up into it even if it's not, you're not attached to the home, it's still your asset. it's still your property and it is still easy to get yourself wrapped up in that. So the first thing to do is to remember this is a business and treat it like a business and and in business we're dealing with customers and people and the tenants are people and we definitely want to be mindful of that and and think about things from a heart-centered space. However, there comes a point at which this is a business. So letting ourselves, get out of the business because something was difficult or because we had one bad experience rather than learn from it and keep moving forward. That's what the message I'm trying to say here is. Let's not let ourselves be completely derailed or deteriorate our, our mission because simply of a bad experience with a bad tenant. Bad tenants are of a fraction of the kind of people you're going to run across in in real estate so just keep that in mind it's a very small percentage but sometimes our minds can make it out to be a huge thing and we just don't want to deal with it so we limit ourselves from even getting started so please don't let that be the case for you um and that's just a mindset tip. That's not even like the actual strategies. That's just a mindset tip to help you get started. And that's that's a biggie I see often that happens. Okay, so let's dive in. I want to keep this episode fairly short. But um, number one is when you're looking at investing in a, in a rental property, look at the market you're in. Look at the crime rate. Look at the job growth. Look at the kinds of jobs people have. Look at the neighborhood. What kind of condition do other people keep their homes in? look at the kind of cars they're driving, things like this will make help you make a decision on making sure you're investing in an area that is less likely to get riffraff, so to speak, and also less likely to get broken into. Because sometimes when we are landlords or rental property owners, the, the discouragement and the, the difficult situations doesn't always come necessarily from the tenants, but sometimes when the house is vacant, getting broken into, and then you get squatters or you might get people who come in and just trash the place, those things happen more often in neighborhoods of crime. So definitely be sure to research that. and and if you know even if you are going to invest cuz there's investors who do invest in in these kind of areas especially if they're doing section 8 housings i've heard of a guy who would basically pay somebody to live in the house while in between. They, they basically <laughs> lived there in between tenants and they would just have this bedroom and they would deal in the kitchen. And it wasn't like they moved a whole bunch of furniture in. It was just kind of like, hey, stay here while I'm in the process of fixing it up and whatnot. And uh, he just let them basically have free rent while he did that. But they were looking over the property and like less people were likely to come in. So there are ways to even mitigate that if that's even a concern for you, especially if you inherited a property. I think some of the uh, homes that I've seen, like my, my grandparents' home, for example, You know, when I was a kid going there, it was a beautiful neighborhood, uh, very like middle class, upper middle class kind of thing. But as time has gone on, it's become the run down part of the town. And so using that as a rental example, if if somebody were to have inherited a home like that, you know, you might not always get a chance to research the market area ahead of time, but there are ways even still to mitigate your risk. So definitely be mindful of, of those opportunities. So the second one is vet your tenants. Definitely make sure to vet your tenants. Now, if you're not using a property manager, which I strongly recommend, then make sure you vet your tenants. And you can there's a company called Cozy Co that you can use to do background checks on people, but call their employers, verify employment, call their references. If you can, call their last uh, landlord. You know, those are all things that will help you get a picture of what kind of person this is. Do not just base it off of your gut. Let's just say it like that. Don't base it off of your gut. Yes, take your gut into account, but don't make the final decision based on that. And property manager, that kind of leads me into my next tip is to use the property manager. I know I mentioned it, but here's what a property manager does, if if you don't already know. A property manager is basically a licensed agent, they're a realtor, that deals in rentals. They manage your rental. They're the person that the tenant calls if there's a problem. They're the person the tenant calls if they can't make their payments. They're the person who deals with the tenant in getting the payments, they know the laws, they know landlord laws, they can do the paperwork, they can get through the process if it needs to be done. They take all of the guesswork and that stress of having to know all of the laws and know all of those things right off your plate, and it makes it for a very easy hands-off experience, especially if you have a great property manager. So that is the real key right there. How do you find a great property manager? I'll tell you how we found ours. We found ours by calling other investors who. Who had properties other investors that we knew who had rentals and said hey who do you use and this guy's name came up and we we reached and we met up with him first and then talked to him this guy's been great he hustles he is on top of it um even with covid and and with our tenants struggling because they they did struggle they had a couple of of weeks where they weren't able to work you know he was just really good with communicating with them you know making sure they knew that they still had to pay working with them to make their payments up you know we we broke it down so that they could pay weekly instead of monthly you know there was definitely concessions that were made however he was managing it i would never have had time to keep up with it honest to goodness i wouldn't so it was just a huge blessing to have that property manager okay now here's something many people don't realize is that you, there's something called tenant insurance or landlord insurance. So when you own a home, you still have your homeowner's insurance. That's a must. But then there's this extra kind of insurance. And this is what protects you if you get an ugly tenant, somebody who maybe you have to evict them because they haven't been paying. And instead of just going like because they know they didn't pay, they leave with violence and they demolish your property. Having landlord insurance protects you against, you know, major things like that. So I've heard that's where some of those ugly stories have come up where people are like, yeah, they banged holes in every wall. They ripped out pipes. They stole this. They stole that. And unfortunately, it's true. There are very destructive, angry people in the world, but you can protect yourself against those kinds of people. And having landlord insurance is the way to do that. So that's a double insurance coverage. So you're not, it's not homeowner's insurance. You want to make sure you talk to your insurance agent, let them know it's a rental and that you want added coverage as a landlord and uh, it's not very much money. I didn't find it to be that exorbitant, to be honest with you. Um, And so that's something to definitely get protection with. The last tip I have for you is to get a home warranty. If you don't know what a home warranty is, a home warranty is, it's called a warranty, but I don't think of it like a warranty. I think of it more like a service claim provider. So you can actually get a home warranty for your own personal home. But I also recommend getting them for your rentals. And in essence, if you have a problem, like say with the water heater or the air conditioner or even the dishwasher, your home warranty will cover appliances and it can cover like major appliances too. You want to check with them. Uh, Some home warranties even cover pools and pool components. So really do your research on on these home warranty companies. And when I say really do your research, I mean really do your research. You want to know not just the prices and what they cover. You want to know how they are when you have a claim. Oh, to give you my worst horror story, I had a pro- I did have a home warranty and it turned out our air conditioner in the condo went uh, bad and these people were Mickey Mousing us around and it was becoming a drama. They were saying it's not covered It was certainly covered. It was just, uh, it was kind of a nightmare. So I ended up ditching them and getting a new home warranty company, which let me tell you how you, the best way to find out a good home warranty company is to ask your property manager because property managers deal with all different kinds of home warranty companies and they're going to know how they pay out in their claims. And so that's the best tip I can give you to help you find a good home warranty company. But home warranties, you can pay for them monthly or you could pay for them yearly. They're really not that much expense. When you um, look at what they help you in the end, you know, you're just give them a call. And if you do have a property manager, let me add this. If you do have a property manager and you can, you can add your property manager to the home warranty, they can call in the claims for you, makes it even easier. And then you just pay the service charge, which 35 or 50 bucks, depending on, you know, what's going on-ish. <laughs> each company's different and and they come out and they service whatever the situation is so that's what makes it really really nice is to have that home warranty for you know covering those expenses now if you are in a position where your rental is free and clear and maybe you're willing to take on those incidental expenses, then just maybe consider getting a home warranty for larger things like ACs and and the big appliances rather than some of the small stuff. So the, the, you know, work it to what makes sense to you. But definitely get a home warranty. So those were the tips. So we talked about a b- making it a business mindset. This treat this rental as as a business, not as a personal uh, property situation. Research the area. Research the crime rates. Research the income values. Research where people are getting their jobs. Check out the neighbors. Scope the scope it out. Vet your tenants. Make sure your tenants are who they say they are. Right. Call the references and all that fun stuff. Um, get tenant or landlord insurance on top of home warranty and or on top of home insurance. Get a property manager and get a home warranty. So these, if you have all of this set up. Um, There's even other ways to protect yourself, asset protections, which we talk about more in the real estate uh, course that we're going to share with you here at the end of this episode, but that is all something that these these tips I just gave you are all things that are going to help you prevent and protect yourself against ugly tenants and just remember you know it's a fraction of the people you're going to deal with are going to be in that there are those kinds of people but you know it, because it is such a, a concern and it can be a costly concern no doubt it's definitely in everyone's best interest to have these protections whenever and wherever possible Hey friends, I just have to ask you, what would $300 more a month do for you? How about $500 more? Would you be able to pay off some debt, get yourself in a better financial position, have a little bit of wiggle room each month? Because that's really what you're looking at with just one rental property. If you've been on the fence about looking into this course, but it's nagging at you, it's you keep thinking about it, I encourage you to check it out. Go to www.rentalincome.gra.com and take a look at the videos I have posted there and some of the information that I have. And don't hesitate to reach out to me. I understand this isn't just, I'm not asking you just to invest in the course. I understand that I'm asking you to invest in your future in a way that might feel risky and scary. And for that, I totally A, applaud you for even considering it and B, appreciate where you're coming from. So I am telling you, if you reach out to me on Messenger, tell me your peers. I'm more than happy to have a conversation with you if you need to before, you know, so you can feel comfortable moving forward with this. I'm on Instagram at the Passive Income Examiner, but definitely check that course out if you're ready to get your first rental and learn how to scale so that you and your family can have a little bit of extra money every month. Get yourself in a better position and then over just a few short years, you can even get yourself even financially free and out of the rat race with real estate. So once again, that website is www.rentalincome.gra.com. Of course, there's a link in the show notes. And always look me up on Instagram and feel free to DM me at the Passive Income Examiner.